Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. It is National Coffee Day. National Coffee Day. Happy National Coffee Day. It's showtime. I'm celebrating on this National Coffee Day with a nice coffee this morning. I thought, eh, I'm going to switch it up. Not in the mood for hot coffee. No, I could switch back later. I did brew about a half a pot for my mom when she woke up. When she, when she woke up. <laughs> Whoa, when oh, no. she would wake up so that she could have some coffee. I always like to uh, say that my live studio audience, whenever I have family visiting or if I'm at their house or at Alex's house. They usually always take care of the coffee, so she's leaving this weekend. I'm going to miss my coffee maker in the morning. So I thought, well, on her last day, part of the live studio audience, it's the least I could do to make her some coffee. (laughs) There you go. National Coffee Day it is. I'm I'm not celebrating. I'm sorry, but that's okay because, you know, we I like the smell of it, but I'm just not I'm not hooked to it. Like, and you know what's weird is all through, like, growing up, I never really drank coffee. I know sometimes, in, especially in college, when you're up late writing term papers and studying, you know, I never really drank it until I remember specifically 2008, one of my best friends from college, not Alex, her name was Joanna, came to visit me, and she said, what do you... What, you don't have a coffee maker? I said, no, I don't really drink coffee. She said, well, I have got to have a cup in the morning. She was visiting for a few days. She said, listen, let's just run to the store. I'll buy you a cheap coffee maker. It's my housewarming gift for you. And so she left it there to this day. That is the old cheapy coffee maker that I have still chugging along. (laughs) And so it's almost like, I know they have the fancy ninja coffee, push a button, make it fancy, whatever. No. I just have the, just based on, I want to see how long that coffee maker will last. And so far, since 2008, it's still going strong. Wow. That is impressive. I know. Oh, well, we have been teasing for the last couple of days. We were going to do something fun this morning. It's been a big Taylor Swift week. And here's the thing. Here's the prize package that you were trying to get qualified for. Let's lay it out for you. When the Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour concert film went on sale and they announced it, pre-sale tickets, $26 million worth in one day. So this is big, right? Whether you've seen her actual tour, the Eras tour, or you were hoping to, it's going to be cool to see it on the big screen. And so we're giving you that experience opportunity. We have your pair of tickets to see it at Spicer Cinema on Friday, October 13th. That's the first day of the premiere of it. 7.15 showing that night. Plus... We're just not going to give you the tickets. we got to give you some spending money to have some fun and food, right? So we've got a $50 gift card we're including to Spicer Cinema so you can uh, stock up on those snacks and enjoy it. Now, how are we going to give people a chance to qualify? Okay, here's how it's going to work all morning long. So technically, you have three chances that you can enter. We're going to have a Taylor topic of the hour. Okay. So the first topic is centered on this National Coffee Day. So it's National Coffee Day. Picture this. Taylor walks into a coffee shop to discover a coffee drink on the menu that was named in her honor. What's the name of the drink? Again, there's no right answer. You just create a Taylor Swift-inspired coffee drink. Stick it on the menu. You're going to want to text us, 320-235-1025. You don't have to go into detail. It's two shots of caramel. It's whipped cream on the t- Whatever. Unless you want to. I would like to see your creations. Might like to try them at home. But we're just looking for the name of the coffee drink that would appear on the menu in Taylor Swift's honor in honor of National Coffee Day, 320-235-1025. I know we said that if you enter, you're going to go in the drawing. You don't have to have the best entry, so just be as creative or fun as you want. I've picked a favorite, though. 
And mm-hmm. again, you can still weigh in. It's not going to, I can't pick the winner. We're going to put all these entries into the hat at the end of the show. So new topic coming up at seven o'clock. But did you see Joe Lynn's text? Look what you made me brew as the coffee drink. <laughs> that is so oh, good. Come on now. I can see I why it. you like it. <laughs> I know Mary Ellen drinks zero cups of coffee per year. That's mm-hmm. okay. We're not going to judge you. <laughs> Have you ever tried coffee? Did you ever take a Like a sip. sip. And that was enough. Okay. No, not, not for it. me. Black coffee or with my amount of creamer, which pretty much makes it like milk with a splash of coffee. No, it was probably closer to black than your extreme. Oh, okay. so. see, that's harsh. Okay. That's a, those okay. people are hardcore and <laughs> I can't <laughs> hang with you. But okay, so Mary Ellen, zero cups of coffee. I would say uh, I probably have some days where I don't drink any. But most of the time, if I'm doing this show, I don't know if it's for the warmth or the creamer. I don't know that it's necessarily for the caffeine, but I tend to have coffee probably at least five days a week when we're doing this show. But on average, the average American drinks 324 cups of coffee per year, which sounds like a decent amount, but that is nowhere near the country that has the most coffee drinkers, or I guess not even coffee drinkers, but consumption of coffee per drinker. It's Lebanon in at number one. They drink on average 1,000 516 cups of coffee per person over the course of a year. Wait a That's minute. A How many? What did you That's just a say? Lot of <laughs> Are they the most awake like nation on the planet? <laughs> Lebanon, number one, 1,516 cups of coffee. Again, going back to Americans, which typically I think we drink a lot of coffee, right? 324 cups of coffee per person each year. Here's my question, because you know I always have questions. Are we measuring like the serving size when they say a cup of coffee? That's a tiny cup. It's the serving size of like a a teacup size where I don't ever drink quite that small. And I don't even know how I would calculate the number of cups of coffee I have because I don't drink it fast when I'm drinking a warm cup of coffee. I don't drink it all the way down to the bottom and then I'll go back to the coffee pot and top it off. So it's kind of always at a warm-ish Mm-hmm. standpoint of temperature. So I never fully drink to the bottom before I refill. Because one time Tim was like, my God, you drink a lot of coffee. I'm like, ah, I drink like a half cup, then I refill, then a half cup, then I refill. And then after the show, I add some ice cubes so that it becomes iced coffee. I'm a weirdo. What can I say? You're a weirdo. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. No, uh, celebrating this National Coffee Day. I'm just waiting for National Hot Chocolate Day. I can get on board with that. It's Q102. I think it's pretty common if you go into, say, the grocery store, you see some some people with their emotional support animals or their service dogs. But I don't know if you saw this, Todd. The Phillies denied an emotional support animal from entering the ballpark with their companion. It was an alligator named Wally Gator. Uh, I guess he's a big deal on Instagram. But I I looked at a picture. I thought, well, sometimes they they have those tiny little alligators. This one is, it's not tiny. It it was definitely noticeable. So I don't know if you saw that story. didn't. A full-size gator, they thought they could just stroll in with him on a leash, I suppose. Yeah, it, it was on a leash. I would say, pro- I mean, I don't know how big full-size gators get. I wouldn't say full-size, but like teenager-size alligator. So perhaps. like a six-footer. <laughs> like, it's big, big. Yeah. And so they say that guide dog service animals or service animals in training are welcome in the ballpark. The guy said he uses Wally Gator to help him battle depression and that Wally Gator loves to give hugs. I don't know that all the people sitting in his row might like a hug. 
the Molligator? I yeah, don't know. <laughs> you could keep those for yourself. I'm, I'm well, not yeah. that touchy feely anyway, so. <laughs> Yeah. You know. Did he have to buy a seat for the game? Because that, if it's that big, it almost needs its own seat, doesn't it? That's what I, I'm wondering. You would, and, and the guy said, "Listen, the, the gator has never bitten anyone mm-hmm. until I would be sitting next to it. Like yeah. I would have that kind of luck. That like, oh, he's really friendly, chomp." <laughs> or he gets a couple of ballpark beers in him, and then you don't know what's right. going to happen. Oh, no. Right? <laughs> Here they are again. Can't wake up without it. It always sounds good. Tim and Laura, the Q102 Morning Show. We have that prize package, so you can go opening night to see the Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour movie. Going to hook you up with 50 bucks in gift cards so you can get all the snacks that you want. And the Taylor topic of the hour, going to have a new one coming up at 8 o'clock. But here's your next chance to get in. And no right or wrong answer. But let's pretend in our ideal world where they live happily ever after, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, they (laughs) adopt another pet. She already has three cats. He has two dogs. They adopt a new pet. What do they name it? And I saw somebody write in chief on the text line, 320-235-1025. Okay, I could see that. I also saw Swizzle be the name. Nice. And you you have to do cat mom voice. Well, come here, Swizzle. Oh, I love you so much. You have to do that, which I've never heard you use pet mom voice because you don't have any pets, right? Right. Okay. No And I, I feel like this is a traumatic first cat experience. Uh, I'm not as comfortable with cats as you are. So if I was at your house right now and Phil Dawson was cozying up to me, I would probably be pretty tense. I'm I just and I'm not used to that weird. Yeah, because cats, I think maybe dogs, too. I've always been a cat person, but I think they can sense when people are either afraid of them or haven't really been around them you know, cats or dogs. And so I, I don't think they're trying to annoy you or terrify you, but I think it's more like, oh, let me win you over. So it's like magnet, like they're on your lap or they're right beside you. And I think that when people have come to visit me, if I know that maybe they haven't always been comfy around cats, I, I try to, you know, make it so that the cat doesn't instantly go to them, but it's, it's almost like a magnetic thing. So did that happen to you? Uh, well, this goes back to childhood. And since we didn't really have pets growing up, I wasn't as comfortable with it. We stayed, my brother and I stayed at uh, a family friend's house while my parents were gone. And mm-hmm. I knew they had cats. So I was kind of on edge because I just wasn't oh. used to that, you know. So being younger and just like, okay. And when it came time for bed, being in a different room, an unfamiliar place. And I remember the moonlight kind of shining in through the blinds onto the floor. <laughs> okay. And I was laying there and I feel like I, I probably slept 10 winks the whole night because I was stressed right. out. Even as a kid, I thought this cat is going to, they're going to come climbing up on me during the night. I'm just not used to this. And I and thought see, if I was in a strange place with cats, I'd be like, I hope the cats climb on top of me. I hope they sleep on my head. <laughs> but you, I get it. I yeah, get it. You're begging for it. And I'm thinking, oh, please don't come near me. I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable. So I thought that this cat was just sitting there in the room, like on the floor looking. I look, I could see this like figure, shadow. a figure, yeah. a shadow. Yes. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this cat is just sitting there watching me the whole night. How am I going to sleep? Turns out, you know what that was that had me all stressed out? It was a pile of clothes. My own clothes clumped on the floor. There I go again with the clump. Clumped on the floor. My own fault that gave me kind of a little bit of cat anxiety. And I've carried oh. that with me into adulthood. So I'm, I have friends who have cats. And if I'm at their house and the cat comes running behind me on the You're couch. Like, oh, and stuff, oh, yeah. So I mean, cats are great. I'm just not 
living with a cat in my own house. So that was, yeah, an experience back to childhood that I will never forget. <laughs> like, a very vivid, traumatic experience, yes. clearly, if you remember it all these years, the moonlight and everything. <laughs> I can see it. I can see the room. Yes. Gets me through my morning every day. Hilarious. Q102. Hollywood headlines time. And Tim said, you know, I am not afraid to admit that I went to the Barbie movie and I liked it. It was good. I should also go see it. I, I haven't seen it yet. In fact, my college roommate just texted me last night, an old college roommate, and she said, hey, uh... I went to see the Barbie movie. I thought of you because it is, I think she said, quote unquote, plastered with pink (laughs) in our dorm room, if you can picture it. My side, pink, girly glitter. Her side, dark blue, navy, black, covered with Beatles posters. We could not have been further opposites, but I loved her. And I said to her, I have not seen the movie yet. Did you like it? And she said, yeah, she really did. So again, I think I might be the only person on the planet. You and I usually differ on movies, especially scary movies, but I also am not afraid to admit I watched 80 for Brady and you had watched it and Mm -hmm. said that it was really cute. I loved it too. A new scripted series about Tom Brady is coming out and in the works called The Patriot Way. I don't think we're going to have the cute little old ladies part of that series. <laughs> so I don't know that it will have quite the same effect as 80 for Brady. But I think that if you are a huge football fan or Tom Brady fan or just love the game, I think you're going to like that one, too. Speaking of scary movies, though, the producers of the new Exorcist movie said they had to change their release date to avoid going up against the big one. The Taylor Swift concert movie, which is set to come out October 13th, they briefly thought maybe they could pull it off. Kind of like Barbie and Oppenheimer became Barbenheimer. Oh, yeah. They thought, well, maybe we do like the double feature. I said I would totally be down for that. Mary Ellen's like, I don't think I want to see The Exorcist. But I do like the clever mashup for movie titles that they had. And they would have called it The Exorcist. Double feature. Nice. All right. I like it. (laughs) All right. I'll give you that one. I don't know. I haven't seen reviews where people had a little preview of the Exorcist movie. I'm kind of excited about that one. It may be bad. There are quite few and far between good scary movies, although I do like them. But now the new Saw 10 movie is getting the best reviews of the 10 movies in the franchise. And so I don't know if you go on to Rotten Tomatoes to get your movie reviews, Mm -hmm. but usually users will rate it either a fresh score, so like a a nice, healthy, juicy tomato, or a splat, a rotten tomato score. And so I guess looking back to the first Saw movie, that so far of all of the movies in the Saw franchise has the highest ratings of freshness scores, only 50 percent though which i think is kind of unfair because when that came out it was like oh whoa this is this is something to see and then movies have kind of you know gotten a little bit more gory and kind of played off of the saw franchise so that one stands as the highest fresh rating so far the original but saw 10 which comes out today in theaters is getting already and i know it's early but out of the gate a rotten tomato score of 84 percent fresh which Mm. is pretty high and Mm. especially high for a scary movie so I think I might want to see that. Now, I have not followed along with all the Saw movies, so Saw super fans. Do I have to watch them in order? I saw the first one. I think I've seen one in the middle. It was okay. But Saw 10 apparently is going to be the best The best there is. I'll take your word for it. Take your I know word you for won't, it. See, you won't right. see that at all. Thanks for starting your day with the Q102 Morning Show. It always sounds good. They're funny. Jim and Laura.
Oh, you guys are making me hungry. And again, there's no wrong answer to our final Taylor topic of the hour. You only have until 845 to weigh in, and we will put you in the drawing no matter what your flavor matchup happens to be. We'll put you in that drawing. This is the final topic. So recently at the game she was at on Sunday, someone caught her a picture mixing ketchup and what they thought was seemingly ranch at the Chiefs game. And so we are just simply asking what to dipping sauces would be your ultimate flavor matchup and i see a text come in for chick-fil-a sauce and ranch mixed together what color is the original chick-fil-a sauce because i always think of the polynesian sauce that they have which is kind of the red sweet and sour sauce very delicious so i don't know what color is that normally a a ranch color or is it a red? Mm, no, like a, I can picture the bottle that they sell in stores now. Right. I don't know. I mm-hmm. is it like a light orange? I haven't had it that often, so I'm not I would sure. like to do a taste test of all these different <laughs> yeah. flavor mashups that our listeners have oh. recommended because there's some delicious ones. Also, I see that Carrie does what I do, an Asian zing and a ranch mixed up. Delicious. Uh Debbie going for super spicy sriracha mayo with ketchup. Ooh, okay, that might wow. be a little bit hot, but a good flavor combo. And then I oh, oh, gosh, these someone just so texted fast, like about the color. <laughs> yeah, light orange in color was right for the okay. sauce. Yep. All right. Thank you, Deanna. Okay, so maybe it, is that what the Polynesian sauce looks like, too? Because I feel like that's like a light, lighter sauce. But then I see a barbecue and ranch coming in from Sky. So, again, no wrong answer. No, nope, we're loving delicious. all the answers. You're all entered with those. You get until 845 to get it in if you're hoping to be the one to win our pair of tickets to see Taylor Swift, the Eras concert film on uh, Friday, October 13th. And that will be at Spicer Cinema. Plus, we're tossing in that $50 gift cards. I have a fun, funny text come in that I saw someone would mix mayonnaise and ketchup together. And I was in Puerto Rico a few years ago, and they seemed to serve this magical dip sauce with everything. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. Kind of like you were saying at, at Cheers. <laughs> yeah, Cheers, the, the chicken that, strip sauce. Yeah, 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 you're like, I don't know what this sauce is, but it's so good. So I'm like, I got to I gotta find out where they sell this. I got to make this at home. And so I asked one of the waitresses, <laughs> and she's like, um, it's just ketchup and mayonnaise. I'm like, what? All my life, I've been missing out on mixing those two flavors. <laughs> so I saw that text come in, and I thought, yeah, you know what's up. Seems like an easy flavor combo, but man, was it good. And I was giving you a hard time because we said there's no wrong answers, and you were kind of being judgy on one of the things that came in. But now I'm being a little judgy. This one made Are me you? go do a little dry heave thinking about it, but I'm not a big what fan of cottage cheese. So they said cottage cheese and ranch gives the ranch a little chunk, and I just, that made yeah, me sorry. So now I'm being judgy. I know there's no wrong answer. Maybe it's really good. But since I'm not a fan of cottage cheese, I'm a little bit more questionable about that one. It is entered in the contest, though. I do see one more with sweet Mm. potato fries, which I love sweet potato fries. And someone said that they do not normally like blue cheese, but they had the best flavor matchup, I think, in the cities where it was a marshmallow dipping sauce and then blue cheese mixed in. And on the sweet potato fries, they said, oh, it was so delicious. And I could see that because you have the sweetness of the marshmallow and then the kind of sour zing of the blue cheese. I think that might be good. I can't keep up with these texts. My personal phone, I never get this many <laughs> texts. They're coming in fast and furious. Obviously, a lot of interest in our Taylor contest, so we're excited about that. So we have that topic going on. If you could take two condiments and mix them up, mash them up, right? Like the ketchup and seemingly ranch that Taylor was seen using. What would you do for your two? And I love Lisa's. I think she wins for the comments, although it's a random drawing. But this one made me laugh. She said, ranch? 
and ranch. I like <laughs> the way you think, Lisa. Did you see the text come in that said the tartar sauce and ketchup combination? I would do that with my fish. I, I mean, I would- I, there's no bad dipping sauce combination. I've done this at Arby's kind of by accident when I'm dipping curly fries and the I, the sauces mix. Mm-hmm. But the horsey sauce, so a little bit, a little bit spicy. And then the Arby sauce mixed in. And I like that flavor. Okay. But then I do see another text. We talked about the Saw movies. And I asked the question, do you have to watch them in order? Because I know I've seen the first. I've probably seen another one of them somewhere in the middle. But Saw 10 is getting some good reviews. And Dexter texted in and said he is a Saw fan. Saw fan here. He said, I've seen them all. Saw 10 takes place between Saw 1 and Saw 2. So the biggest thing to know going into that one is that John has terminal brain cancer, which a doctor is trying to fix in Saw 3. So I guess, yeah, you probably should watch them. Well, no. Should you watch them in order then in which they plot-wise take place, or should you go in order which in which they came out? Because then it's probably designed. Oh, watch so them in the order Dexter. they came out. And then he just texted back that uh, you asked which was the favorite, and he said Saw 1. Plot twist oh, in the okay. end. Okay. A good combination of information you need and lightheartedness you need even more. The Q102 Morning Show. And that is a wrap Whoa. for the week. What a morning. <laughs> Mary Ellen, yeah, is probably thinking, okay, I get to sleep in like normal hours on Monday. And Tim is probably nearing the end of his vacation and thinking, oh, no, I have to get up at really abnormal hours again <laughs> on Monday. But I will be here regardless. <laughs> You'll be here. I'm working early tomorrow morning, too. I'll be here again. So, you know, oh, I got okay. another day, but it won't. It was good. It was fun. I'm glad we got to hang out. And this was like perfect timing. It's almost like Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift planned it to have all this break while Tim was on vacation. So you and I, we could discuss all things Taylor Swift and football and everything. It's been a fun week. You're, you're saying that Tim would not have been as obsessed at uh, or <laughs> like wedding planning that the rest of the country seems to be in? No, like, he probably in, in right no, he probably wouldn't. Well, we are so excited about all the entries that came in this morning. Thanks for participating in our Taylor Swift fun. So now we got to find out who our winner is. A random drawing from all those texts received. Is this Sue? Yes, it is. Sue, it's Mary Ellen and Laura at Q102. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Just fine. Hey, uh, do you have any idea why we might be calling you? Uh, I think I won the Taylor. You did! Yay! (laughs) Yay! Yay! Congratulations. So on a scale of like 1 to 10, where do you put yourself on the Swifty scale? But I thought it would be really interesting to see her tour movie just because I probably wouldn't pay the money to go see her in person. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's all right. I mean, it's expensive to go. So this is the way to go. You're going to see it in the comfort of the Spicer Cinema. you got a pair of tickets. We're also tossing in a $50 gift card so you can have some goodies while you watch. You're going to the 715 show on Friday, October 13th for Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. And please call us that that Monday after and let Tim and Laura know what you thought about it, all right? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Will do. We should say uh, we did a random drawing from all those texts, and there were tons that came in this morning. And it looks like, just looking back now, you entered all three of the hours, which is awesome. Way to go. And we really loved your drink idea for Bad Blood Espresso. Nice work on that. (laughs) The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.